live from Hollywood, USA, the entertainment capital of the world. This is the rumor mill for the week of March 15th, 2021. Your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. Only in America can a woman like me have a friggin' chorizo. The rumor mill starts now. Like I said, top of the show today is March 15th, 2021. My name is Joe Batance, and I am the host of The Rumor Mill, but I can't do it alone. Oh, no. Every week I have with me the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, and gore herself, the one and only Miss Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Lori and I are both, and, and this is not intentional, mm. watching... Uh, binging, if you will, the television show WandaVision over on this Disney Plus. I'm going to tell you, I am so glad I waited till it was over because I yeah. don't know if I'd be able to wait a week for another one of these episodes. I like binging this show. Oh, I, I am so, my aunt and I are so anti waiting now that mm-hmm. we literally, like, most of the time, we don't even wait. I mean, I'm shocked we are watching it now because we usually will try and find out if the show is over. Oh, really? Before we watch it. Because, yeah. like, just waiting the time it takes for a show to come back mm-hmm. and then it becomes exhaust- exhaustive. But we, my aunt had looked online and she said that it was like a special show. So we don't think there's going to be more episodes. No, there aren't. It's a limited series. This is the yeah. It's a one so, and done. That's why we wa- that's why we started watching it. But yeah, we we are very much like we just want to get it over with. Yeah. Like there are a couple of shows we watch, but they're more procedural based. Yeah. But yeah, if we see a show and it's like, oh, it's going to keep going, it's like, eh, I don't mm-hmm. want to. I'll wait till it's canceled. Well, let me ask you this question. Do you watch these Marvel movies? I do. Yes. Oh, you see, I've only I think I've only seen Black Panther and one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. That's all the I've ever one? seen. The first one. Uh, I, maybe there's maybe there's maybe there's one or two that I I've never seen a Captain America. I've never seen any of these Avengers. I've never seen this Iron Man, Thor, uh uh Abraham Lincoln, uh, vampire killer. I've that's never seen part of the Marvel. Yeah, that's part of the Marvel universe. Yeah, um, Gandhi. Never Gandhi, seen that. Yeah. Nope, never seen that. Um, Crispus Attucks, the first that person. Was a, yeah, he was a big one. Yeah, yeah. I've never that seen any big. of these Marvel movies. First, first Avenger. Now oh, was it? Yeah, that. yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, so I've yeah, never, no, yeah, I've never I, seen uh, any. Uh, um, well, as we all know, the first, first iteration of the movies was uh pride and prejudice oh yeah first that was the beginning yeah so never seen that either um 
So to yeah. be honest with you, there are some movies like I mean, I my aunt and I watched it, and mm-hmm. I still there were some references that I was like, Ugh, I don't know what this is, but um, they're not all amazing, you know. Like I would say, Thor Ragnarok was probably the best Thor movie. So mm-hmm. if you want to watch a Thor movie, watch that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America, um, Captain America ones I've never really been a fan of. To mm-hmm. be honest with you, so I mean, if you wanted to watch like any of the Avenger movies, yeah. he's probably that's probably the better. Uh, Civil War, uh, Civil War was uh, was probably the best Captain America one. Captain America one just he just doesn't. It's just never he's never been an interest. It's just because he's like it's all all it is is that he's just like a good white guy. You yeah. know, it's like oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's great, awesome. Yeah. Um, are you hot for this captain? Are you hot for any of the Marvel uh, female superheroes? Oh yeah. Oh, like who? Scarlett Johansson. Oh really? She's great. Elizabeth Olsen's pretty hot too. Uh huh. Um, who else? Well, uh, uh, I can't remember her name, but I mean, all of the female fighters in uh, Black Panther. Oh really? Like yeah. This uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, that's it. Oh really? Yeah, she's great. Mm Hmm. Um, but most of them are kind of skinny, yeah. so not too, I mean, they're, you know, they're beautiful women. You know, before but, when we were waiting for you, I was playing this Lizzo. You know, so oh, I love Lizzo. Yeah. yeah. Would you, would you eat her out? Oh, in a heartbeat. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you so see, this Lizzo is very much your type. You think she's hot? Oh, yeah. She's very beautiful. Oh, interesting. That's why I always feel like. I, I will say this. I think she's a very beautiful, but I will say that I had to stop following her on TikTok because a lot of her, but I feel like that's what a lot of TikTok is just responding to quote unquote haters. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why? Why give them the, the ammo? Why like give them attention? Yeah. Like I just, so it was, that was a lot of her, her videos. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think she's immensely talented. I think she's mm-hmm. very funny. I think she um, she also plays the flute, which I used to play the flute when I was Oh, I didn't school. know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. By the way, I saw that this Demi Lovato. Uh-huh. She now plays for your team, huh? Oh, really? I don't know. I just know one day she was cool for the summer. And now she's like a like a short-haired, like, I will never date another cisgendered man again. Whole thing. Well, good for her. I mean, look, I, I feel like... Is she like, the one that bullied Naya Rivera? Uh, well, you know, her and Naya Rivera on Glee were in a relationship. Oh, they, they I didn't, were, what? I didn't know dated. this. Yeah. Who's the girl that bullied Naya Rivera? Oh, that was... I mean, I mean I'm assuming it's the... the the uh, Who's the the Corey, one who dated Corey Monteith, who's like a major bitch? Oh, isn't that, isn't that Demi Lovato? No. Uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, yeah. Leah Michelle. Oh, yeah, I didn't know they were the same person. No, yeah. Lee, Demi Lovato was like, dis, is from Disney. Mm-hmm. And then she's, she's documented that she's had an addiction and eating disorder. Oh, really? And, um, and then remember she, she was one of the first celebrities who like got engaged in quarantine. And then like, I think two months later, broke up yeah and then wasn't she on drugs too didn't she have to check into rehab wasn't she doing some cuckoo banana stuff 
Well, she has a she. I think she. I think she had an addiction, but she also had an eating disorder, and I think she used to cut herself too. Oh, really? You know I'm not. What, I don't want to say that for sure, but she's look, had look, a lot of. Yeah, I don't want to promote cutting yourself. Okay, but I'm going to tell no. you something. I had I I injured the roof of my mouth like almost two weeks ago. All right, and I was in a lot of pain last week. It was difficult to chew, and then I also have this Bell's palsy. It's a whole thing, right? Well, in the in the ensuing civil war that was going on in my mouth, I also bit my inner cheek, my left cheek, all right? And I'm going to tell you, the pain from biting my cheek distracted me from the pain in the roof of my mouth, and I think that's what healed the roof of my mouth. I'm not I know you think I'm being funny. No, I mean, you do know that that's literally why people cut themselves. I know, I know. That's why I said I don't want to promote cutting yourself, but there is sort of wisdom in it. That's why people do drugs. That's why people, you know, they harm themselves. That's why I eat an entire bag of Doritos in one city. I went so, I was so high anxious yesterday because I got, I got the vaccine. Oh yeah, you mentioned something about that yesterday. Is that real? Did you really get the vaccine? Yes, can I tell you? Oh, I yeah, so I want to hear about this. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I have been trying to see, I signed up with Athena, which is a site for, I don't know if it's for all California, but it's for Orange County mm-hmm. for sure. And I also have Kaiser, so I've yeah. been trying to get a vaccine with either war. Mm-hmm. And I said that I was a teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, finally, I get, I'm able to log into Kaiser and sure. get an appointment for the for the Moderna vaccine. Yeah. Uh, which I'm nervous about because I've heard that that's the vaccine that has the most side effects. Okay. Um, so I was like, fine, whatever. I'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that was for like three weeks from now. Sure. Well, then it's literally five minutes after I sign up for Kaiser, I get a, I get a notification from Athena that I've been, I, um, I can get an appointment to get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine on Saturday. Oh, okay. So I was, I, I also was nervous about that because I heard that it had about 60% efficacy. Mm-hmm. But then I was doing some research online and they said that with all the testing going on and the new variants, mm-hmm. that it's basically the same as the Pfizer and the Moderna. So, but they were very adamant, both Kaiser and Athena, that you have to provide documentation proving that you're a teacher. And they were like, we will inspect the documentation. These are the things you have to have. And well, we were, we're going to go over the documentation and it has to be, you know, signed and blah, blah, blah. So I was super nervous. So I had asked my student master teacher to write a letter saying that I was a student teacher or uh, my, my uh, school advisor. Mm-hmm. And so she wrote me, a, she sent it to me and wrote me a PDF and I should have looked at it, but I just didn't look at it. Well, it's a plug and play. It's a, it's an input one where you have to put your name and she didn't even sign it. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, why would you think that this was okay? Like, obviously they're going to see this and be like, oh, this is a, you know, a forgery yeah, or whatever. I was like, I could have made this. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why would you think I would want just this? Yeah. So then I start freaking out. My aunt's not helping me because she's like, I don't know. I'm like, do you think I need to print something out? She goes, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're going to say. I mean, maybe they might send you home. And I'm like, great. Awesome. So Mm -hmm. I start eating. Uh, I start, I order some breakfast and I start wolfing down some, some, uh, um, waffles, which I knew was bad for me. Mm -hmm. And then 
I so I print out two pay stubs because I'm still a substitute teacher mm-hmm. that show that I substitute taught. I print out two pay stubs, uh, my substitute teaching credential, sure. my class schedule, yeah. and that letter that mm-hmm. I had to then fill in and write stuff down. Mm-hmm. I show up to the um, the they have the Anaheim Convention Center is where it's at, and they have you they have like a security table mm-hmm. right at the entrance, and so I show up and I show my I hand them my my thought, my like papers and they go, Oh no, no, we just need to see if you have a, a appointment. So I pull out my phone and I show that I have an appointment and they go, great. And then they send me through. So I go, Oh, maybe when I get further along, I'll yeah. need to literally like every single time you go through a door, there's a security person there. Mm-hmm. I show my papers to every single person, <laughs> nothing. They don't care. They're like, keep moving, keep walking. Nobody cares. Yeah. Then I go, okay, well maybe when I get to the, when I actually do the shot, Mm-hmm. So I get in line, they scan your appointment because you get a QR code. I show my papers to the lady who scans my thing. She goes, no, I don't need to see those. And so then I go sit down to get the shot. And I say, do you need to see my papers? She said, no, we don't need to see your papers. We're fine. I'll tell you why. I actually have an answer for you. I mean, on, but honestly, Joe, I can't tell you how anxious I was. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it makes sense. And you should be. I'm going to tell you why I'm glad they did that and everything. So has been anxious to get the shot. Okay? Okay. And then she hears from a friend who's a nurse about a clinic somewhere. I don't want to say where. where, But it's in a very Republican part of our region. Like very, very Republican. And it's, not oh. Orange, and it's not Orange County. It's not? No. Is it Palm Springs? C- close, yeah. So, uh... And people are either making appointments and not showing up, or they're just not getting the shot, and they're throwing away vaccines every day, like, by the dozens, right? And the nurse says, you should go, because they're literally, the people who work there are furious. They're throwing away all these vaccines, okay? Signed up, and I'm going to do another thing, but yeah, but they they showed up, and and they didn't, no one asked them, because, and then... They they were there at the end, and they watched they watched them throw all these vaccines away. They literally Jeez. watched the people throw dozens of vaccines away, dozens. Well, I mean, but that's like, why are they making it so tough for people to I sign up right now? I don't know. That's the thing is, is willing to drive very far. Look, that's the thing that just happened. You know, I don't know if you know the story, Lori. I was supposed to get the vaccine shot uh, last Tuesday. Right, and Kaiser made the appointment. I showed up, and the woman says, "What occupation are you?" And I go, "I didn't I was just because I was diabetic." And I go, "Diabetes, right?" And she goes, "No, you're not till Monday. You're gonna do. You can't come till Monday." And so she goes, "But I can schedule you for Monday. So my appointment's tomorrow to get the vaccine." Okay, but my friend Adam Vaught was like, "You're already fucking there. You have the appointment. They have the shot." It's sitting there for you. They're going to have to throw it away. Yeah. And I go, I don't know. I go, look, I wasn't going to ask any questions. They gave me an appointment for Monday. I'm going to do that. You know? And so, I mean, it's infuriating to almost kind of infuriating because, you know, people are like, look, I, I'm glad I got the vaccine, Mm -hmm. but my brother who lives in Chicago, he is immune compromised. He has cystic fibrosis Mm -hmm. and they're still like, we have to wait to see about getting you the vaccine. We can't, we can't. And it's like, 
I mean, I know it's Chicago isn't California, but it's like if this let's just say this is happening all around America. Yeah. Why the fuck can't he get at the vaccine? I don't know. I don't understand why teachers weren't at the front of the line. I'm 100 percent serious. Because. Oh, well, because everybody, you know, people, nobody can stand the idea of a teacher getting any kind of special treatment because we magically we get, quote unquote, get three months out of the year off for, you know, because yeah, but, of that. But everyone like I agree. Look. Look, here's the deal. I'm one of these people, and I agree, it is so important to get these kids back in the classrooms for a million reasons. One, so the parents can yes. go back to work, and the parents can, you know, for the people who struggle with that. One, it's just important for these kids psychologically, you know? And the way you do that is by vaccinating the teachers. And I just well, don't understand why that's been, like, such a holdup. See, that's but see, that's the thing, is that it's so politicized. Because it is not it because people keep wanting to say that the te- all the teachers do is care about themselves when the fact of the matter is the way to get students back in the classroom is to wear masks and to vaccinate all adults and you know get get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But because that's the case, because they, we don't just say yeah, let's just take all the kids back. Oh, we're we're selfish pricks. Yeah, but I mean. Did you know that my aunt was reading online that said that 40% of Republicans still refuse yeah. to say they re- will refuse to get the vaccine? And it's like a really high number of Republican men. It's like 70% of a Republican men. It's, I don't know what the and, number is, but it's like a really high number. I mean, that you know, we keep talking about how African Americans are nervous to get the vaccine. Why aren't we talking about how shitty we're... I mean, at least African Americans have an excuse. Yeah. At least they have an excuse for why they're they're nervous to get the vaccine. Republicans are just fucking cowards. I don't know. I just, I mean, honestly, it's infuriating to think that we might, we'll probably have to stay in masks and stay quarantined for another year simply because Republican Republicans are so far up their own asses. Mm-hmm. Well, Laurie, on that note, it's time for the headlines. Oh, nope, wrong show. This one. Nope, not that either. This one. Bell palsy. Everything, everything will be blamed on the Bell's palsy. You you missed the toilet. Oh, Bell's palsy. If I come early with Aiden, Bell's palsy. Oh, are you guys doing phone sex? No, 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 no. He doesn't like it. I don't like phone sex either, to be honest with you. That's fine. I can take or leave it. I'll be honest with you. All right, Laurie, a couple of big things going on here. First of all, do you know who Candy Muse is? Yes. She uh, is a a terrible human being who's on season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And she was recently doing some sort of live event. I don't know if it was Instagram Live. I don't know what it was. YouTube Live. I don't know. With uh, contestant Gottmik. Okay? And Uh the topic of the conversation was actually about some of the trans hate. You may not know this, but Gottmik is a trans male. Yes. That Gottmik has received online and then candy muse i don't know how far i went to get but candy muse listen for what she says here let me see if i can play so that was on twitter and someone like these like kids from like a, a, somewhere in a country that has no water that's right there she said somewhere where a country has no water well like coming for me and i was like how are you being mean to me you don't even have to... mm. And, and Gottmik comes in and just, like shuts her up. So that's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear Gottmik. We're going to go, shh, shh. <laughs> shh. 
Um, I- yeah, and now Candy Muse has since released an apology. She says, I come from a third world country and should know better than to say something like this. I deeply apologize to anyone that may have been offended by my comments. I'm a grown man that can take accountability for his words and actions. I'm sorry. Lori, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, it's just immature behavior. You know, it's the same attitude when you were a teenager and somebody was like, "How? why do you think you can come for me when you're so ugly? You know? Like it didn't I mean, exactly that is, that is say a, that nobody that, can come from a pre- come for a pretty girl or something like that. Yeah, that's a oh god, I can't remember what that girl's name was, but yeah. But that's my question for you, Lori. Uh, how can you come for me when you're so fat? Because you're just as fat. That's why. Fair, fair response. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why we can come for each other. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that whenever like Adam Salandra or? Uh, Jay Ellis even with had an idea of making fun of us were like shut it down <laughs> we, we gang up on them yeah it's we like, like hey <laughs> fucking weirdo the blunder twins we unite yeah, yeah. so yeah no I uh, I think that um, you know I, I think it, it's just it's one of those like immature responses to something where you know it's it's sort of like trying to I forgot what the anal- what the wording is for the argument but it's essentially diminishing their um their point by saying like oh you can't ar- you, your point doesn't even matter because you don't have water which mm-hmm. is you know it's an immature immature response now yeah. i honestly think that candy muse would have had that response to any kind of argument that person would have you know what i mean yeah. like it would have been like if they were fat she would have said you can't cover me because you're fat if they yeah. like you know they had grimy hair if they you know anything that like was sort anything that looked was viewed as her as sort of a disadvantage she would have come for mm-hmm. uh you know candy muse mm-hmm. so or she would have come for that person yeah so uh all right i i had like, i don't like this candy muse I made no. Oh, you se- don't. No, oh, Lord. Look, listen to this song I have. Listen to this. I hate candy. Um, I mean, that's how much I don't like her. I made a whole song. What? About what her. do you like about her? She's fat. Oh. <laughs> well, no, I mean, no, no, you know, no. You can't. Think... You can't argue with a solid art. Yeah, solid yeah. No, argument. look. Here's the deal. She, uh, she's uh, look. And and by the way, the irony is not lost on me, right? But she's a loud person who's super sensitive, and whenever someone hurts her feelings, she comes after. She goes, she goes nuclear, you know. And look, uh-huh. I, I acknowledge that we hate in others what we see in ourselves, right? Yes. But uh, I don't think I'm like her though, and I also look. I also have the self awareness to know that's a problem, and I try and work on it. I don't think she has. That self awareness. Well, how old is she? I mean, is she in her thirties or is she in her twenties or how? I don't you know. know. She's what? one of the people. She could be twenty five or forty five, and I don't know. Maybe because I gotta else. be honest. I mean, it seems she seems like an a, adult, right? Mm-hmm. Like a a grown person, and yeah. it's kind of sad that a grown person still has that mental attitude towards yeah. things. Yeah. You know, it's like. To be honest with you, I know I'm not, uh, this is calling the pot calling the kettle black, but I mean, it's like, if somebody says something to you and you don't agree with it, you don't have to bring it up. By the way, according to Google and Deckhead in the chat room, she's 26. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's kind of a, 
it's an immature attitude to have, you know? Yeah. All right. Very good. Let's go on to our next story. Uh, Lori, do you know who Brooklyn Heights is? Yes. So Brooklyn Heights is a contestant from Drag Race Season 11, I believe, but also was a judge on Drag Race Canada. And she recently wrote uh, the following tweet. I keep seeing Nicole Byer everywhere, and I keep clicking on her tags to go to her profile, and then I remember she blocked me on everything, and I have no idea why. Now, um... Nicole Byer has since responded and and added Brooklyn Heights and said, you know what you did. Okay. Now, some people have different speculation. There's a controversy from years ago where Brooklyn Heights posed with someone wearing blackface. And they think it could be because of that. There are some people who think it's because she stole uh, a joke of Nicole Byer's. She, she, which, by the way, Brooklyn Heights is, at least in my opinion, a known joke stealer. When she was on her season, I can think of two times off the top of my head that she stole jokes, okay? Really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty obvious jokes, too. I can't remember what the jokes were. People remember in Discord tell me, but I was like, that's a literally a stolen joke, right? And then uh, I, I brought it up on the show at the time. And then uh, someone, and so someone responded to her. This is, I guess, so Brooklyn Heights wrote, Ursula isn't a villain. She's a businesswoman. Good morning. And someone wrote, uh, this is a Nicole Byer joke. And then uh, some people think it might be that. And then some people think it might be, I guess, something having to do with, oh, uh, the winner of Drag Race Canada, Priyanka, got COVID-19, supposedly from Brooklyn Heights, who wasn't taking COVID seriously. And this really upset Nicole. And I guess Nicole had talked about this on the podcast. And that could be it, too. No one knows. And I also think this could be just a joke. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, Lori. But I wanted you to weigh in here. What are your thoughts? I mean, look, I, I, you have a right to... Um, I, I, well, he, here's the thing. I think it's a little shady of Brooklyn Heights because you've you've listed, like, two or, like, four or five examples, mm-hmm. right? So I think it's a little, I think, honestly, I think if Brooklyn Heights genuinely wanted to repair the relationship between her and uh, Nicole Byer, yeah. she would message her independently, you know, yeah. privately mm-hmm. and say, hey, I just wanted to find out, you know, what, what happened and how can we, uh, you know, how can we move forward? And I would love, I would like to see if I can repair the relationship. Mm-hmm. I think calling her out on social media is sort of like a shady it's a it's a cowardly way of going about it yeah so yeah i i don't i think she just wanted to get sympathy for herself Mm -hmm. and you know nicole byer just wasn't having it yeah um look i've never liked this brooklyn heights i think she's annoying by the way deckhead uh by the way our all-star today deckhead in the in the discord Reminded me of the joke she made, which is funny because I don't now. Rem- I really I, on the show I remembered. I don't remember now the source. Uh, I'm a level four vegan. I don't eat anything with a shadow. I believe it's a Simpsons joke. That kid actually just typed that in. Uh, it's an actual. Sim- it's a literally a ripoff of a Simpsons joke. I'm a level four vegan. I don't eat anything with a shadow. There was another one too. I don't remember what it was. Um, 
Anyway, uh, look, Brooklyn Heights is a horrible person. Uh, and I'm sure Nicole Byer has every valid reason why to block this Nicole, uh, this Brooklyn Heights. But by the way, I also think it could be by, there's something about Nicole's response, the you know why or whatever, that leads me to believe that it was an oversight or a joke and it's no, there's no really any hard feelings whatsoever. I don't know why. That's just a hunch that I have. Oh, well, I mean, it, yeah, it could also be that. Who knows? Yeah. You know, we don't know what is personally going on. And so it could just be their way of joking with each other. I that, mean, we've, we've yeah. definitely done that. So I literally made a joke. I know you don't listen to Drag Race Recap. I made a joke about how, well, this isn't a joke. It's reality. But about how Robin Williams uh, performed with you and then immediately killed himself afterwards. And uh, yeah, immediately, like, Three or four or five years later. Uh-huh. Maybe probably more than that, like seven or eight years later. Uh-huh. Just telling you. But immediately just, after just, that. just spitting facts, Laurie. By the way. He probably was thinking about that moment and was like, you, Let me was, ask you a question. Let me, I know, I know, this is, a, this is a serious funny. question. This is a serious question. Uh-huh. Do you think on any level, and even if it was later that night, Robin Williams reflected on performing with you? Mm-hmm. I think honestly, I think that he probably like throughout his life yeah. would just think back to that moment and be like, yeah. "That was fun." Yeah, that's what I think. That was a fun. No, I don't think he thought about me at all. I don't even think he knew who. I don't even think I registered with him. Mm-hmm. He was a very nice person, but honestly, I think once he got in the car, I think we me. It was like me and. I don't even remember who else was there. This was me and like three other people, and so we probably just all became an amalgamation of one person. You know what's so and funny? So- I always remember when I used to. Everyone should know when I was a comic, I would say my the the, the comedy club I hung out the most at was the Improv in Hollywood. And I remember one night I hung out with you know the usual Swartzen and Patrick Keene and all of them, right? And then uh-huh. it got. I don't even think it was that late, but it was just dead, and so we left. Right now, I think Patrick stayed, and then the ne- and but it was empty. And the next time I went in, I think Eddie, the bartender, was like, "Oh, right after you left, Robin Williams came in and was like desperate to talk to anybody." And so I think Patrick or there was somebody else was there and just had like a long conversation with Robin Williams. And I was like, "Oh, fuck." Imagine to have been there and, and Robin Williams is just there and bored and wants to talk to anybody. Yeah, that would be cool. Well, didn't you have a moment where you were kicked out of improv because you said that you you uh, yes-anded a game? With, with Swartzen? With Swartzen, and he got really mad at you? And he threw a, a, then- a shot glass against the wall? I wasn't thrown I, out. I, we were both told to leave and cool off. I I still would love to be a fly on the wall because it just that seems so crazy. <laughs> he got so angry with you. Yeah, well, he's a mean drunk. Um, can, have people heard the story already, or can I? I don't know. Wanna... I don't know. You can tell it. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. This is what about. I remember you telling me. So if yeah. I'm wrong, you let me know. Yeah. Uh, you were you were at the bar and you mm-hmm. were you had uh, I think you had just come from. Uh, you know, having fun in the mm-hmm. bathroom. Sure. And you were at the bar, and somehow or another, it got up to the uh, how much you guys love America. 
Okay. And you were topping each other and saying, not topping like sexual, but you were topping each other and saying like, I love America so much that blah, blah, this X, Y, Z. I love America so much that I do this. Yeah. And you said, which I thought was very funny. You said, I love America so much that I bought, I follow America, the band. (laughs) I, I bought an older CDs. And I, I listened to their music, yeah. which I thought was funny because it was just like, you know, it was uh-huh. a fun top. And then he gets so enraged yeah. that he said, literally, as soon as he said it, he goes, get the fuck out. Yeah. And everybody stops because they're all, you're all it was definitely one, Yeah. It was one of those record scratch moments. Yeah. Uh-huh. And everybody just looks at him and Pat King was like, what? Yeah. And, oh no, Pat King goes, Joe, I think you should leave. And you were, you didn't realize that it was a joke until, or it wasn't a joke until Pat King told you to leave. No, 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 no. Well, he throws the shot glass. Okay. And then he storms, remember there was those stairs that used to go up to that weird little attic-y room, right? Yeah. And he storms up the stairs. And so I decide to go chase after him to see what happened. And Dave, the bartender, was like, no, 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 Joe, get out of here. Just go home. Right? So. But everything else oh, in that story Oh, because they is true. probably knew. Yeah, they knew he was a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, okay. I remember I would be at the bar, and, and then someone would say, Swartzen's on his way. And they, it would almost be like, you know, th- put everything away. Like, you know, they had to get ready. Because they're like, oh, God. <laughs> I wonder oh, no. if he's gotten help. Have you heard? Is he still? I don't still, know. Uh... I don't have no interest. I literally have. It's so funny. I I often think about this. And by the way, Aiden and I are fighting right now. I'll talk about it on uh. this Joe Batant. Not not a serious fight. It's not a serious fight. But it is. He. Well, I mean, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that when the last thing he said to me this morning was "fuck you" and hung up on me. Right. Oh, but well, he could have said it in a playful way. No, 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 it wasn't playful. But but we've texted a little. He's calling me at four, and we're going to talk and stuff like that. But it's fine. It's fine. Right. Uh huh. Cut to we're broken up after today. Anyway, um, he uh, uh, but uh, oh, but when I think about me and Aiden, and I'm like, wow, this is so much better than any relationship that I've had with, in a long time. Like, look, look at this story yeah. here about Swartzen. Like, ugh, what awful. Right? Or this, like, Cameron constantly gaslighting me. That was awful. You know? Yeah. So, um... Well, I think it's... I think it's when you finally find somebody who's willing to treat you like a human being. Yeah. That it... Like, that's sort of the thing that I I think about with stars. Like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, Like, you know when you get those, like, relationship worries? And Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, boy. Like, we're coming... Next week's our three-year anniversary. And it yeah. feels like forever, but it also feels like it just happened. Yeah. And then it's like, I start thinking, like, is this the person I can, like, really spend my life with? Like, mm-hmm. is this the person I'm going to be married to? Yeah. And then I think about, like, everything I would miss if I didn't have her in my life. Yeah. And it's just, like, she's so supportive. She's so positive. She's such a positive influence. Oh, God, Lori. I am so... That is... Guys, if you don't want to hear spoilers, get the fuck out. The spoiler section starts now. Oh, wrong thing here. Wait, I gotta stop this all. Lori, I'm sorry. You know what? I, that was so rude. Can, I don't know why this, the, the siren did that. Can you finish your thought? I was
was just saying that uh, I'm probably going to break up with Star soon. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but I've now, had it. But now I want to join the dating scene again. It's it was so, so funny. successful. But no, but now I've scared myself in that I literally, before I mentioned it, didn't I? Zero percent of me thought that we were going to break up today. But then I started thinking about the text messages, and oh, Aiden's don't like, do that. "Aiden's like, you get you you work yourself into a tizzy, and then what's going to happen is then Aiden's going to call you, and you're going to be like, hey, how's it, how's your day going?' And he's going to be like, oh, okay, and you're going to be like, what does that mean? Well, I don't think he says he's going to call me at his lunch break, so I don't think so. I, I know Aiden; he wouldn't break up with me on his lunch break. You guys aren't going to break up. I know, I know. I don't even know why I said that. I think you just you just work yourself into a tizzy. Oh, okay. By the way, if you're on the Joe, this Joe Batance level, Lori and I are going to do a this Joe Batance immediately after um, this episode's done. So keep that in mind. Um, all right, let's get into um, spoilers for Drag Race US. We're going to episode eleven, Lori. Episode eleven. The expected maxi challenge is a branding challenge. I think it's for soda. You know? Interesting. The expected runway is beast. I don't know what that means. The expected winners, there's two winners, independent though. They're independent of each other. Two winners, Simone and Rose. Simone and Rose. The expected bottom two are Utica and Tina Burner. They're going to go to head to head and lip sync battle for their lives. And the person going home in episode 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race season 13 is Tina Burner. Ooh. Let's go over to Drag Race UK. It's the finale, by the way. It's the finale. The expected maxi challenge is Rumix, A Little Bit of Love. We don't really know anything about this other than Ellie Diamond will be the first to go home. She'll be go home in fourth place. Um, but all I know is it's a remix for a little bit of love. So that's all, all I know. It's the Drag Race UK se- uh, season finale, and that's what I know. Lori, do you have any spoilers to add? Um, yeah, I think that um, uh, I think Aiden's gonna break up with you. <laughs> You're gonna feel really badly if he does. Oh, I'll feel terrible. I will feel terrible if yeah. he. If he does. Uh, did I tell you, our friend, uh, you probably don't remember him, but do you remember John Coppersmith? Yeah. He, he He's living with his parents in Florida, and he sent me an email saying that he was like, so, it was like, he's he's so depressed and blah, blah, and he's like, my, my parents keep having these, like, conservatives over to talk, and mm-hmm. it's so annoying, and I'm just, sometimes I just feel like, you know, like, in a joking way, he was like, sometimes I feel like just, like, showing up and killing all of them. Oh my god. And I was like I was like, well, if you're going to do it, you need a solid plan. And so then I I emailed them back and then I thought about it and I sent him another email and I said, "Please don't do this." Yeah. <laughs> I don't want I don't want this to come out. Yeah. That I, you know, I told you to uh to, to kill them. And then I, you know, I was like, "Oh god." So I got two balls going up in the air now. You and Aiden Getting uh, breaking up and, and John possibly killing his entire family. So, well, Lori, on that note, 
What do you got? What? Give us your plugs. Where, where can we find you? Where can we... Uh, you guys recently had your 100th episode over at... Uh, we did. Bloody Podcast. Yes. How did it and, go? Uh, went really well. We had uh, we did part one of Marie Laveau. So we're doing part two this week. So check that out. And then check out our uh, social media, Instagram, at Bloody Podcast. And check out our Patreon. All right. Very good, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Where we'll discuss the rumors, the tea, the speculation, all from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race right here on the Rumor Mill. So for Lori Roggenkamp and myself, we have no catchphrase. Get the fuck out. That's what it is. All right. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs> <laughs>